and welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelly Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah. What is dating if not, I don't know, being each other's emergency contacts? Hmm. So let's do this. But we're not dating at all. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Tell it to me. Nearly a month of soup <laughs> does things to your body. Streaks, though. Streaks. I have had soup every day since like the 27th of last month and coming up to the 27th of this month. I can do it. You can do it, but you're so tired I of am, soup. I hate soup now. <laughs> I started this because I loved soup. I was just like, I want to have soup every day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm eating soup every day. How many more days can I eat soup? And now I don't want to eat soup. <laughs> How many days do you have, though? What's today? This is 20. I have a week of soup. Oh, my God. You have seven full days of soup. <laughs> what What have you decided, like, constitutes having soup? Does it have to be a meal or can it be in between meals? It can be in between meals. It could be a soup snack. It has to be, like... Soup snack. <laughs> it has to be, like, like, having soup, though. I can't have, like, a bite or two of a soup. I have to, like, sit down and eat soup. Yeah. Does it have to be hot soup? Can it be cold soup? It doesn't. I don't often want to put cold soup in my mouth. (laughs) I know, but it would be different than hot soup. Uh, I just like, I'm not hungry like anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And my only meal tends to become soup (laughs) and I don't want it. Yeah. So I still want to eat. This is self-imposed. I know. Like this is, nobody's making you do this. You didn't lose any punishment. Like nobody's forcing you. Streaks. Just the achievement is what's driving you. I guess. I mean, before it was, it literally until maybe yesterday was because I was enjoying having soup every day. I thought it was funny that I was eating soup every single day. Yeah. It was like, just like a fun thing I was doing. And then I was just like, probably should think about an end date let's just do a full month and then as soon as I said that in my brain I hated soup (laughs) because it became about finishing the goal rather than doing it for the love of soup yeah so it's almost like you the switch from intrinsic motivation to extrinsic motivation is the thing that killed it for you yeah like if somebody if some other thing is making you do the thing you're not going to want to do it yep but if you are motivated to do it then you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, now I can't stop just shy of a month. Like that's just, it's its not going to feel good knowing that I did that. <sighs> okay, but how is it going to feel <laughs> when you achieve 30 days of soup? Like, it, like I'm asking, <laughs> is this success? Which is like maybe one step above how you feel right now, having not completed it, worth seven days of misery. Maybe, because then it's like a fun anecdote. Like, hey, once I had a soup every single day for a month, (laughs) what's that about? (laughs) 
When are you telling that anecdote, Shelly? Who are you telling it to? I don't know. When I meet people sometimes. Hinge dates? <laughs> yeah. I need something to talk about on my days. <laughs> you put it in your, in your, like, as an answer to one of the questions. <laughs> it's like, becomes like a fun, you know, two truths and a lie answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I had soup every day for two weeks. No, just kidding. It's a fucking month. <laughs> Bitch. Although technically it would still be true because you passed two months on your way to two weeks. Two on your way yeah. But I get what you're saying. I yeah, get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks is around when I realized I was like doing this. <laughs> like you were eating soup. I was eating soup every day. Consistently eating soup. Before it was just like, I kind of want soup. I kind of want soup again. I'm just going to have some soup again. I've been eating soup a lot. I'll have some more soup. And then you ended up in a prison of your own baking. Yeah. <laughs> a very what person. no no i mean it's just go it just goes to show you don't enjoy things <laughs> they will be ruined for you one day so that's what we're learning from this <laughs> um anyway i brought this up because my stomach <laughs> hurts so much because <laughs> i had i got my soup done early today because i didn't want it for dinner uh-huh. i just had a soup snack do you have room for dinner later or is it I don't soup snack? want any food anymore in my body food means nothing <laughs> food brings me no joy because all food is soup everything is soup <laughs> this is the weirdest problem to have I'm gonna tell you right now this is a very strange problem <laughs> Like, I want to help you, and I don't know. I don't know that there's a way to help you except by just like emotionally supporting you for the next seven days. Thank you. I'm gonna need it. I like looked it up. It's okay to eat soup every day. Yeah, people do it. I, my aunt used to, I don't know if she still does, but she used to only drink juice and have soup. And I was like, wow, that woman's got to pee all the time. Yeah. That's another thing. I pee a lot. Pee mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much the other one. <laughs> well, are you eating like chunky soups? I'm trying to. All of my soups have things. I'm mostly eating like ramen and stuff. Yeah. Like dumpling soup. Dumpling soup. Tofu. That's got that's got chunks in it. It's I feel ch- like I feel like there should be something going on. <laughs> it just it it affects you, man. <laughs> it's just all dissolving into <laughs> month of soup. soup. Does things to your body. Maybe it's like you're doing like a nice cleanse. <laughs> this is a terrible cleanse. It's like pure sodium. It's just it's like a, just sodium a sodium soup cleanse. cleanse. <laughs> sodium liquid cleanse. <laughs> My blood pressure is probably so high. <laughs> See, now, now I want you to go to the doctor for a different reason. Like now I want you to go to the doctor and explain to them that you've been having soup for 30 days. Just because streaks. <laughs> saying that to my doctor. Like, so I've been eating soup um every day for a month. And they're like, oh my god, why? I'm like, streaks, bruh. Streaks, man. <laughs> but that seems like a normal interaction with a doctor. If it's not, if they judge you, it's not the right doctor. No. You need a soup positive doctor. <laughs> Everyone should be more soup positive. And especially you right now. <laughs> Real soup negative right now. <laughs> he, he needs some more soup positivity. I'm just like 
just everything is everything is soup. <laughs> okay, wait, I have a question. Yeah. You came in this morning and you had a bowl of cereal. And you asked me if that counted as soup. <laughs> Does it? No. Cold Why soup? not though? Because yeah, it's cold soup. Because it's cereal. No one <laughs> no one would be like, give me soup, and you give them the cereal, and they're not gonna be confused by it. No Okay, but like soup is just like it's chunks in a liquid, right? Yes. But it has to be cooked. Soup has to be cooked, doesn't it? I don't, that's what I'm asking. Well, I, I think so. Even cold soup is cooked soup. Well, the thing is, I feel like it, I'm eating like a socialized version of soup. Like like what society agrees soup is. Right. Because we can just say anything is anything and then find that loophole. Everything but, is cups. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I could just have a cup. Right. But I, I, I streaks, I want to be honest about it, you know? Yeah. Like yesterday when I was sick of soup. And I was like, how many bites of soup do I have to take to have considered, like, to have this be considered having soup? Mm-hmm. And Bonnie said 10. <laughs> and I had had five. And you ate five more. Did I did. Not? Yeah. I almost finished the bowl. Wow. Good for you. Just because I want to be honest about my soup streaks. Yeah. If, I, if I'm not honest with myself, then like, who am I going to be honest with? You know? That's true. I mean, you have integrity with this mm-hmm. and I respect it. Thank you. Was that one of your angel cards today? No. What were your angel cards? I think brotherhood, sisterhood. Okay. And then willingness. Oh, that's fun. That's nice. I have to be more willing to, to eat, eat soup. soup. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, be more willing to mm, eat soup. Brother. Uh, and if anyone is thinking that doesn't sound hard. I'll just have soup every day for a month. Please don't. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> I, I care about you all. And I I think your body will probably be fine. But it's like mentally and emotionally, it's going to wreck you. <laughs> so don't do it. Yeah. I think anything in excess is probably not great. Yeah. In general. Because I tend to like have cravings and then have a large amount of that thing. But then I just stop when I'm ready to stop. Right. You know, I think because I said streaks, now I like have to do it. It's you like a prison. honor the streaks. But you, you don't. I mean, I know you're going to, but you don't have to. Yeah. But I know you're going to. going to. Yeah. 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 It's okay. I bought, I bought a soup. Should last me two soups. And then I'll just have more soup and then there'll just be like a couple more soups until I can be done with soup. Maybe this is why you're so tired because your brain is now soup. <laughs> oh my God. Streaks. Streaks. <laughs> What's going to be your first meal after soup? I don't know. I don't want food. <laughs> I don't know. Soup? No. <laughs> is, it, is the answer soup? Then no, it doesn't have to be. You do, after you're done with soup, you don't have to eat soup. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to get off the subject of soup. I've really <laughs> uh, souped this up. I can't think of words because of the soup. Yeah. So whenever I can't think of a word, I'm just going to say soup okay. from now on. Okay, well, <laughs> you can do that, but then you can't get mad at us talking about soup because then you keep bringing soup up. I just... You, yeah. you know what I no, mean? Yeah, yeah, I just keep souping it up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You keep bringing it up. <laughs> bringing up the soup. Yeah. 
Um, we can talk about the things that I've been cooking. Yes! Shelly. Yes! Because I did my challenger. Oh, so proud of you. Thank you so much. Um, my challenger was to cook myself a meal and eat it. I don't know that eating it was a part of the challenger, but... It was implied. <laughs> I did eat it. <laughs> um, I made a champagne lemon risotto. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. From the esteemed cookbook, Antony in the Kitchen. Uh, Antony. Most of the recipes in there are just kind of put a thing with another thing. <laughs> this one was hard, though. It was. That I was very impressed. It was hard, and it took me two hours. <laughs> It's a long time to stand in the kitchen, man. And it wasn't just like I could let it like cook by itself for like, you know, eight minutes or whatever. I had to stir it all the fucking time. Yeah. When I heard that you were getting ingredients for risotto, I was like, that is one of the hardest things to make. <laughs> Ambitious. <laughs> but you fucking did it. I did it. And it was delicious. It was. I still have leftovers that I ate today. And you were right. Like it did soften up the second day. I was a little concerned because Anthony told me to cook it al dente. And and that was that was fine. But I think I would have preferred it a little bit more cooked. And you would reassured me that it would cook when I heated it up yeah. the next day. And it did. So um, it was better today. It was delicious. Um, I think I do want to cook more things. But for me, the, the thing that's always prevented me about the whole cooking full ass meals for myself all the time is the time involved Mm -hmm. um, because I would rather be spending my time working or doing something else. Yeah. Doing something else I'm passionate about, you know, cooking's not one of my passions. And that's fair. But I did enjoy it. And I do kind of want to try to do that more because I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, kind of one of those things that you just do it when you feel like doing it. I will say that like other recipes that aren't as involved won't take up as much of your time mm-hmm. or you'll have more downtime in between. I tend to like to cook when I'm going to be in the living room so I can just hop back and forth. Yeah. So maybe like when you're watching trash TV and you can just throw something on, chop, 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 put put in the stuff, mix it all up. Then you got uh, soup. <laughs> got a soup. <laughs> Rice soup. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's essentially what I did last night. Was it last night when I cooked? Yes. Yeah. I made my risotto. I'm, I'm pronouncing it like Gordon Ramsay pronounces Ooh, it. risotto. Yeah. I made my risotto uh, while I was listening to Off Book. Mm. So I got a little fun funny musical. Nice. And then when I was done with that, I came into the living room and I watched my trash TV too hot to handle. Wonderful. And then I could still like go back and forth and get myself seconds or more Parmesan. (laughs) To grate fresh over my risotto. Yeah. Great. 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 I grated it over my rice soup. It was delicious. So yeah, thank you for giving me that challenger. That was really fun. You are very welcome. And I look forward to seeing you cook some more. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you do on your challenger, Shelly? I <laughs> would like to file for an extension. <laughs> Did you do any work on your challenger? Well, the challenger is challenging. Well, 
It's in the name. was supposed to hang out with a friend, right? Uh Uh-huh. That doesn't live in this building. That doesn't live in this building. And preferably someone that I want to get to know better. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I know exactly who I want to hang out with. I've been meaning to catch up with her for a while because we had, we were friends years ago through uh, camp and we were really close. And then we had, you know, our own lives and stuff. So we just kind of did our own things. And so I reached out to her. But we both just kind of take a while to respond. Uh-huh. Are you both anxious bitches? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, like, it's in the works. I just heard from her today that she has weekends free. Okay. Okay. So, so the wheels are turning. The wheels are turning. They're just turning real slow. And I don't want to just, like, hang out with somebody in between hanging out with the person that I wanted to hang out with. Yeah, no, just to complete the challenge. Yeah, I don't want to, like, use somebody for that. Like, when I hang out with people, I want to, you know, make time, have a good chunk of time set aside for them. So I'd like to request an extension and not have this considered a failure, please. (laughs) I don't think it's a failure. Um, I know you're afraid of what Brie might hand down as a punishment. Terrified. (laughs) I don't consider it a failure. But if in the course of this today, we find ourselves being challenged, new challengers, you are going to have to complete yes. both by next Additional time. Additional challenger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That is if fair. that's fair, do you, do you think that's fair? Yeah. I, th- I don't think that's a failure, but yeah, tacking on challengers makes sense yeah. to me. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So it's in the works and I'm excited to, to hang out with her and catch up. So that's good. She seems like a good choice. Yeah, she's she's cool. She, she's she real cool. from fully your world. Mm-hmm. So fully your friend. Yeah, and that you get to have and spend time with. I love that. I don't have a lot of those these days. You know where our lives are just really <laughs> intertwined. They are, and I happen to be the more extroverted one of us too. So yeah. I'm usually the person who brings newbies to the table. Yep, and I'm like, hey, we're friends now. And they're like, oh. oh. Okay. Although we didn't really do that with the neighbors. I think you were friends with them faster than I was. Well, we had planned to be like friends at the same time. We were going to go into it, but then you were gone for something. Yeah. And they were outside and I was like, I'm going to go talk to them. (laughs) And I like told you the next day, I was like, I talked to them without you. (laughs) And I was like, great. (laughs) You know how I get all in my head about things. Yeah, that's fine. I love that. And now we're stuck with them. Oops. In sickness and in health. Oh. Oh my God. Are we getting married? Uh, What's yours is mine and what's mine is yours. So take the soup. (laughs) Take take it. Breeze punishment. (laughs) Seven days of punishment. Seven days of soup, Breeze. What did I do? You are friends with us. That's not, no. That's honestly punishment enough. Yeah, that's true. We're a lot to handle. We are. We're too, too hot, hot to handle. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you were on a show like Too Hot to Handle, like Love Island, mm-hmm. maybe The Batch, mm-hmm. what's like what's like your thing? Like what category would you fit into? Yeah, this is, uh, this is a great question. First of all, I feel like I couldn't be on any of these shows because if they cast me, I, I would be like one of the people they were actually trying to... Ma- like, if it was The Bachelor, I'd be, like, one of the five people that they cast that they were actually trying to match with The <laughs> Bachelor because there would be no other reason I was on the show. I don't bring the drama. I'm 
not bachelor hot. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not like a size two. Yeah. And like my hair is, is like, it's not bleached blonde and I don't. And it's not long. They like it's all not long. have long hair. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not the typical bachelor cast. So it would be like that. So I, I honestly don't think they would cast me on The Bachelor. They would absolutely <laughs> not cast me on Too Hot to Handle. They they only cast people who are like having so much sex, they can't form emotional connections. <laughs> so I wouldn't be cast on that. I feel like of any of them, I could go on Love Island. Okay. And I think that's a better setup anyway, because you have more options. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's like high pressure, low pressure though, because like, you know, you've got, you know, you have some time to like find the right person and form a connection. You don't have to just like pick someone and stick with them. Yep. You can like test out the waters when new people come in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But as far as like what would be my thing, like what category of person I would be, I, I think they would probably cast me as like the Katie type. Mm, Katie mm-hmm. from The Bachelorette. Yeah. Like the sort of offbeat weirdo feminist kind of like that that category of person because I don't think I would fit in any of their um other archetypes Mm. do you know what I mean yeah like Love Island definitely has kind of a wider range of like the type of person you see we we don't get the played out like this is the villain this is the hero yeah this is the girl next door yeah this is uh the ex-football player who really wants to start a family (laughs) (laughs) This is the lawyer who just wants to pursue a career in music. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you were on a show that had a little bit more producer influence and they were mm-hmm. like, we want you to be the villain. Mm-hmm. Could you do it? Would you do it? Could I do it? Absolutely. I could do it so well. <laughs> um <laughs> Because I think half of it is literally just the edit. Mm. You take anything out of context and you put music underneath it that's like dun 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 dun, and then it's like it's automatically sinister. But also, I could fuck shit up if I wanted to. <laughs> Would I? Probably not. No, because I don't think villains have a very good time in the public sphere afterwards. Yeah. They don't seem to anyway. It's really just about like the 15 minutes when you agree to to do villain things. Yeah. Would you do villain things? No. I mean, like, would I have fun with it in the moment? Yeah. But like, what's the point? I don't like there's going to be actual drama happening. I don't like when they're like, let's make drama. Yeah. I don't I don't really love the manufactured drama. Honestly, it's already dramatic thinking about one person dating a bunch of people and which one are they going to choose? Yeah, like they're forming connections with like all these different people and then they're going to have to break people's hearts. Like that in itself is dramatic. I know. We don't need anyone like starting random fights among the other people that are just trying to like figure out if they like this person, if they can get this person like that. It's just too much. Right. But then you get people saying that like, uh, once Tasha came on, her Tasha season was kind of boring. Michelle's season was kind of boring. Um, uh, and who was right before Michelle? Katie. Oh yeah, 
Katie Susan. No, Katie Susan was not born. <laughs> no, it was. Um, uh, but like anyway, these bachelorettes who are actually making good decisions and kicking off people who are dramatic, mm-hmm. people are saying that's a boring season. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, what are, what are you... If you want trash TV, watch Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. I mean, still watch The Bachelor yeah. The Bachelorette, but like... If you're not rooting for people to find connection, then why are you watching it? Why are you watching it? Yeah, I don't know. Which one of those shows would you go on? Probably Love Island for the same reasons that you would. I mean, obviously, I don't know too hard to handle, but it looked like the worst place ever. Yes. Um, That's factual. (laughs) And for The Bachelor, I just like... I would kind of just nope out of it. Like, I'm like, there's 30 people competing for this person's affection. They're kind of an okay person. I'm I don't, I'm not, I don't, I have no stake in this. I can find somebody else. Yeah. So I wouldn't be there for the right reasons. And if I'm not there for the right reason, reasons, like, why am I there? Like, then I you're a villain. <laughs> but like, I don't want to be on the show. So, <laughs> um, but Love Island, it seems fun. It's like, you know, love and friendship and kind of just like a vacation. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. And everybody seems like they have a nice bond with their castmates yeah, in general yeah, yeah. after the seasons, which I love. I mean, say so at a good time. So far, they've had like the most diversity I've seen on a dating show. Uh, I would like to see more body diversity. Yeah. But once that happens, I'll go on the show. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I think you would be good on a reality show, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like I'm really boring. Like, <laughs> I can have my moments, but, like, for the most part, I just kind of want to sit and, like, watch a thing. <laughs> yeah, but then when you're on, you're on. Yeah. You know? I mean, if I think of it like a summer camp kind of thing, I can be on during summer camp. Yeah, That's summer fun. camp is, like, what, six weeks? Yeah. Well, well, for me, it was like one week. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I went to like a week, maybe. But if you were like a now. counselor, that's longer, right? Yeah, if you do all the sessions, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Let's, should we? Should we? <laughs> should we send in an application? <laughs> is that our challenger? <laughs> Challengers to apply for Love Island. <laughs> yeah, but we'd have to apply for the U.S. version of Love that's Island, which is trash. inferior to the U.K. version. Yeah. <sighs> And then it's like really straight. It is really straight. So it's like. Except for like one person who was by yeah. on the first season of Love Island and then like had the potential to maybe hook up with a girl, but then it never happened. No. And they're just like, mm-hmm, back to men <laughs> because that's the way the show is set up. I would watch a queer version of Love Island in a heartbeat. Right. I mean, I'm already watching Too Hot to Handle. I will watch any dating show. (laughs) I think they have similar ones, but they're just not fully like, I don't know if maybe they just don't have the right marketing or audience or whatever, or if they're just not fully formed yet. Are they on like a major network? I want to say MTV and I know that's wrong. So, Well, way back when VH1 had a double shot at love with Tila Tequila. Which I watched the shit out of. <laughs> it was garbage. <laughs> oh. All of those early dating shows on VH1 and MTV were hot steaming piles of garbage. And I watched every single one. What was the nerd one? Um, Beauty and the Geek. Beauty and the Geek? I think. I called it that the other day. And then I was like, I feel like I'm wrong. Because it had the hot people and then it had the nerds. Yeah. And then like, 
they just like paired off. Yeah. And it was kind of like Love Islandy, but with nerds yeah. and like really hot women. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that show. Me too. <laughs> That was good. I think, did they have, I think they had multiple like genders of both categories of beauty. I think there were hot dudes too. I, and like nerdy women. I only watched any seasons with nerdy men. Okay. So I don't know if that, I mean, I didn't like not. Maybe that was a later season. Yeah, maybe. But if not, you know, bring that show back. Bring that show back. Let's do it again. Although now like nerds kind of just are hot. Like they're, they're not like, you know, wearing like the polo shirt with like their pens in the pockets and the glasses. Like they're, they're tech startup guys or, you know, yeah. they're like coding Hipster. girls. Like they, they're just like cool people. Yeah. Human beings that are hot and nerdy. So it's like the show premise isn't really going to work. Is, are, are nerdy people hot to everyone or like <laughs> at this point? Great question. Because we're also kind of nerdy and weird. Mm. Like we're also hot, but we're not like frat dudes and sorority girls. Like where do they stand on nerdy people? That's a great question. I am often just like assuming that my preferences and like the thing people I'm attracted to are just what everyone is attracted (laughs) to. But that's, Probably not the case. <laughs> I think I painted with too broad of a brush when I said that nerds are hot. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a generous brush. It's not a bad thing to say by any means. But also, w- we would date them. Yeah. I'm just curious because I've always felt like similar to when I said I I wouldn't be the type of person that they would cast on The Bachelor. Like the type of people that they would cast on The Bachelor what do they think is hot? What are they attracted to? I want to say sports people because they have a lot of sports people on that. They show. do like former football players and like basketball players. Yeah. I don't know how each season could have like three former football players at three minimum. Right. And all of them have traps that stress me out. They're all kind of Dorito shaped. They <laughs> So the answer is the people they cast on The Bachelor are attracted to Doritos. Doritos. This episode is sponsored by Doritos. We wish. Well. 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 Let's reach out to Doritos yeah. before the airs. Let's see. Let's Doritos, see. you could get in on this. You could. Get up in here. In my mouth and in the podcast. And in the podcast ad yeah. spots. spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in our wallets. Yeah. Doritos, have you considered making a soup? <laughs> cool, cool ranch Ew. soup? <laughs> or, or nacho, no, bree, breeze. What are the Dorito flavors? Okay, well, cool ranch is one of them. N- n- nacho, nacho cheese? cheese? Doritos? Not, I mean, yeah. But, but like, is it like called something? Nacho, fiery not nachoy nacho red not code nacho code nacho doritos <laughs> if they don't have that they should have that yeah they should it's the same but just like but add a different just... word on the <laughs> code, code nacho, nacho. 
There's just a bunch of numbers underneath it that mean nothing. <laughs> but everyone's like, ooh, who can decipher the code? Ooh, ooh. Send, send in your answers. Text your answers to this number. And then it just puts your number on a mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Doritos, I changed my mind. Hire us. Yeah. To we're your marketing executive. <laughs> market for you. We're geniuses. <laughs> okay. So Cool Ranch. Code Nacho. Code Nacho. Um, flame and Hot. Flame and Hot. That's right. Okay. That's a Cheetos thing. They have Flame and Hot Doritos. That's, that's a fiery Nacho. I don't think it's Flame and Hot. Flame and Hot Doritos. Don't think that's a thing. I'm going to die on this hill. Don't think it is. Flame and. I'm a very slow typer. Hot. <laughs> Typed in Flaming Whore. <laughs> flaming Whore? <laughs> Doritos. Ha! Oh, you're right. Flaming. Yeah, you're right. Hot. Okay, but the, is there a fiery not spicy spicy nacho? Uh, maybe that's code nacho. Code nacho <laughs> is the spicy one. Yeah, the other one's just nacho cheese. Nacho cheese, spicy nacho. Um, cool ranch. Was there like a breeze one? Breeze, like a like a bay breeze, nacho. <laughs> like a bay what breeze, would that taste like nacho. <laughs> uh, bay breeze. I don't know why, but Dorito is making me feel like there's a there's a flavor called breeze, not breeze Dorito. I'm not seeing <laughs> anything. Damn it! But but wouldn't that be a good flavor though? What would it what would it be? Well, it would taste like the alcoholic drink of babies mm, mm-hmm. as a chip. Like a corn chip. Like a <laughs> like a sweet corn chip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dusted with fiery nacho. <laughs> so it's a spicy babies babies that gets you wasted. <laughs> Actually contains alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, this sounds really good and delicious. Sounds so dope. So Doritos also hire Bonnie in the product department. Product Product Development. Product Development. Yeah. Depot. Depot. Rutment. <laughs> Depot. Depot. <laughs> Soup tummy? Yeah, soup tummy. But I'm not going to talk about soup. Moratorium on soup talk? What is a moratorium? It's a halt. It's a decree that says no more. So it should be like a no moratorium. (laughs) (laughs) It should be. (laughs) A no moratorium. (laughs) Yeah, no moratorium on soup. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, moratorium sounds like the crematorium was full. So they they have just, like, an extra space. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, let's just, like, ship them to the moratorium. <laughs> to the moratorium. Because it's more space. Yeah. More space for <laughs> ashes. Cremated remnants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, yeah. But then if you're saying there's a moratorium on something, does that mean, like, it's dead? <laughs> well, then we're just taking, like the fact that like crematoriums have a moratorium and we're applying that to like ourselves. So like 
having a moratorium on something means having extra space at a different place. Okay, and if you have no more extra space, you, you have, have no, no, more <laughs> no moratorium. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I vibe with that. <laughs> Do you think we can, like, write Webster? And, I think like, we can <laughs> probably email them. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the definition changed? Yeah, let's, let's write it down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Let's tie it to Jeremy's <laughs> leg. Yeah. Is it, is, is, is it his leg? Or is what, it, what else would it be? I don't know. Is there a special name for a bird leg? Well, I mean, they have like parts that are, have names, but they're legs. Right. But, you know, you know, when you can't call paws hands, I'm asking if like, if there's a, if there's a different bird word for a bird leg. Like different bird word for a bird leg? Yeah. Just like, like a word, like a, like a bird like word. A bird word. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there are bird words for yeah, bird legs. I just, I felt they're... like I, I was going to say leg and I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> going to speculate. What do you think it would be called? It would be like a, like a shonk. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around on shonks? Yeah, his two shonks, which lead into his. I know there's a word for a bird foot. I know there is. Webbed is coming to mind, but that's that has nothing to do with it. No. It's just his... And then he's got talons. But again, that's not the word that I'm looking for. Keep going. <laughs> Please. So he's got two shonks. <laughs> yeah. Coming out of his abdomen. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and then... His flern. Flern? His two flern. Uh-huh. One of them is a flur, and then two is flern. Am I close? Um. Okay, well, all I'm seeing is bird legs are called legs. <laughs> all right, so now they're called shonks. <laughs> We'll add that to uh, to the Webster um, yeah to the letter that we're gonna tie to Jeremy's shonks <laughs> and have him deliver. Okay, here's a picture. So the feet generally are called talons. The whole foot is called a talon. Yeah, I thought the talons were only like the nails, like the well, the mean, angry nails. Their feet are mostly talon. Yeah, I guess. But then you've got the webbed part in between the yeah. the talons, and Ducks I'm like, don't have talons. Right. So what are duck feet called? Probably duck feet. God, if it's just duck feet, I'm going to feel like an idiot. Duck foot name. <laughs> Palmate. Palmate? Pal- Palmate. Definitely didn't know that word before right now. <laughs> Palmate? Palmate. Have, have Google say it. Palmate. 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 Like a pal and a mate. Oh, friendship foot. Duck foot. <laughs> palmate. So can we call Jeremy's feet palmates too? Oh my God, or should we just use the traditional flern? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Seagull, seagull. I wish Jeremy could just tell us, but he's so shy. No, Shy when he's talking about his own body. Well, okay, this is giving me a list that's including duck, geese, swans, and gulls for having palmates. 
Okay. So he's got palmates. Got palmates. Uh, Jeremy. And you're our palmate. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> got palmates at the end of his two shonks. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get scientific about it. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, I really want to use the correct terminology. Yeah. Well, yeah. And be I, respectful. And I do want to create a movement where we all just use the correct terminology for every body part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We shouldn't be ashamed. No. So what? He's got shonks. He's got shonks. He's got two of them. All birds do. That's right. All birds have shonks. Yeah. <laughs> not all birds have palmates. That's right. Hashtag not all birds. <laughs> But also birds aren't real. No, but we have so many birds now. <laughs> How can they not be Three real? Three birds. We got another bird. We got another bird. It was a gift. Came in the mail. From our fan. <laughs> it came with a note. The note said, Hi, I'm Sophie the Stork. Jeremy's long lost cousin. Why am I doing this voice? <laughs> I just flew in from Tampa, Florida. Sorry, Tampa, Florissachusetts. <laughs> Please adopt me too. And we did. And we did. We said yes. And now she's here. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. So cute. Sitting there with unnamed <laughs> pigeon friend. Why didn't the pigeon come with a note and a name? He wasn't prepared, I guess. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> just, he just flew on over. Just showed up. Yeah. Well, he was just like auditioning for a show. He didn't know that he was going to like find his also cousin. Yeah. Yeah, they're all cousins. <laughs> they're all cousins. <laughs> Long lost cousin and then become part of our family. Yeah, but to audition, you need a headshot. You need resume and and i'm assuming his name would be on that resume well you cast him did he have like a stage name well, or something I, no no no. i didn't cast him he was auditioning for a role in the prop department oh I and see. i wasn't in charge of those mm-hmm. auditions yeah he probably went by a stage name or something yeah he probably did maybe just like pigeon for la you know yeah just like keep it keep it simple yeah keep P- it simple pigeon. pigeon yeah yeah but we don't we want him to have a name as authentic and unique as he is. Yeah. We're still waiting on the results of the poll. So until then, <laughs> UPF. <laughs> UPF. <laughs> Unnamed pigeon friend. Up. Well, how did we get on bird legs? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Shonks. Right. Shonks. Thank you. We were going to write to the dictionary people. About no moratorium. No moratorium. Because of soup. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Everything leads back to soup. <laughs> it's all soup. Damn it, My Shelley. whole life is soup now. <laughs> Seven more days, man. Is it including today or is it tomorrow? Including today. Okay. All right. And you've had your six more days. Six more days of soup. Yeah, you did it. Okay. Ooh-hoo. Yeah. Is there a type of soup that you didn't try yet? Like maybe like a lobster bisque or something. Yeah. I mean, I've just been trying to stay away from like the thick soups. Cause mm-hmm. that feels like, that feels like the most soup. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, that is deep in the soup. That is soup and that is cream. It is. You're drinking yeah. heavy cream. It's a heavy soup. So, I mean, as much as I do like lobster bisque and like clam chowder at this stage in the game. Yeah, it's too If I want to ever eat them again. <laughs> I cannot. So basically for the next six days, you have to eat soup that you hate because you're going to hate it anyway. I guess. I mean, I can, I think I can still rally with ramen sometimes, but like my blood pressure. So I'm trying to space those out. The sodium level. It's insane. Um, I thought it was fine because I'm I'm not eating very much else during the day. I'll have like a protein bar or like just like fruit, something to counteract the soup. This diet sounds like it hurts, you know? It really does. It's not like I'm like trying to not eat. I just don't no, I want know. anything. Streaks. Streaks. <laughs> um, so I feel like overall my sodium content is kind of the same, but I'm just having it all in one thing. <laughs> so that's probably not great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but only six more days and then... Six more days of soup. Six more days six of more soup. Six more soups. It's like that... <laughs> Christmas song like one more sleep six more <laughs> soups okay gotta get off the subject of soup we can't though it's it's so ripe for conversation <laughs> it's, it's kind of the only thing I'm doing nowadays <laughs> anyway so we have nothing else to talk about I know and I don't really have that much going well I have so much going you have on a lot going on I started teaching this week which is like a whole thing but I'm I'm also trying actively n- trying to not dwell on it mm. because I talked about it with my therapist about my sort of imposter syndrome when it comes to teaching because I'm only 31 and I also look like I'm 24. And so I'm a little afraid that I'm just not going to be respected. And then I also don't necessarily believe that I deserve respect. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's just a summary of what I talked about with my therapist. But then after I talked about it with my therapist, I was like, I think I just need to rest my brain from thinking these thoughts Yeah. until the next class period where I inevitably have to battle that self-talk again. So I'm really trying not to talk about it as much. Not because I'm avoiding my feelings, yeah. just because I'm trying to like breathe a little bit yeah, 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 yeah. through that anxiety. Well, I mean, I think that's good. You know, it's it's such a large part of your days now Yeah, that like dwelling on it is going to take up an even larger part. And like, yeah, you can talk about it if you want to talk about it, but you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, but something exciting happened literally like an hour before we sat down. Ooh. Um, I'm really excited about it and I hope it happens, but I, I've, <laughs> my old acting teacher, Hugh, from CSULB, he put me on his mailing list for all of his workshops and things because, you know, he has my email. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't ever unsubscribe because I've always kind of wanted to take one, but also like money. Money. But he has a he has a class coming up that he's teaching for like an extended period. I think it's like a 10 or 12 week class that's on Wednesday nights. And because I'm not directing this semester, I could take it. Mm. And he's got a payment plan, so I could actually kind of afford it. And so I emailed him and I was like, do you have a spot for your old pal, Bonnie? (laughs) Because I would like to do it. Cool. Really cool. So I um, think that I'm going to take an acting class on top of everything else I'm doing this semester. Yeah, I mean, well, your schedule is just like so light. Might as well just throw a 
10 to 12 week acting class. Yeah, I just like felt like I wasn't doing enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just got to keep the mind sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm excited about that. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm also like really hoping I don't have to have anything prepared for the first week because sometimes mm-hmm. you do, you know, and I don't have time for that. <laughs> so is it in person? Yeah, it's in person. Oh, that's going to be exciting. I know. I, I've really resisted taking online acting classes. Ironically, I'm teaching one this semester, but I really don't like it. I want to be in person with people. Yeah. I understand why we can't or why we haven't been able to, but that's also one of the reasons why I haven't taken an acting class in so long because I really didn't want to take it online. Yeah. So now that it's in person, I'm like, you know what, Bonnie, it's time. Get back. Get back in. Do the thing that you love doing and maybe you'll like life a little bit more. Kind of where I'm at. I'm just gonna let us sit with that. <laughs> Why? We just end the podcast here. No, I don't want to sit in that. I don't want to think about what I've said. <laughs> well, honestly, my response was gonna have to do with soup, so I didn't want to say. Say the soup response immediately. Say it right now. <laughs> I've already forgotten it now. I've forgotten this. I've, you I've, have not. I have. Is it because your brain is soup? My brain is soup. <laughs> it was something like, you know, like soup. It was just going to be kind of like that. <laughs> You're just going to call back to soup? Yeah. Just really just, let's bring it on back. And then I was like, no. So then I was just silent. And then we were just sitting with it. So I was like, let's roll with that. <laughs> now. <laughs> um. Would you like to take a small break and then come back and talk about our next question in our 36 questions? Yeet. Skirt. You're my emergency contact. Am I? Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. Remember, I put you down. I don't know what. Like on what? But yeah. you're my emergency contact on something. Yay. I love that. You are on some of my stuff. Mm. Not all of it because my mom's local. Yeah. So I put her on some of the stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for things like in Long Beach, like call somebody if I'm having an emergency in Long Beach, I put you. Nice. Nice. I'm the person. You're my person. I'm going to be so good in an emergency. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are, though, when it's not about you. Yeah. If it's about somebody else, you really rise to it, you know? I I can get kind of calm in mm-hmm. a crisis you fully if do. it's not about me. There was when my, I mean, this is not a great example, but when I was driving with my mom and it was raining hard and the person in front of me suddenly put on their brakes and I put on my brakes and my brakes didn't do the brakes thing. Keanu. LOL smiley face. I just like started swerving into somebody's driveway (laughs) and then stopped. (laughs) It was just very calm. It was like, okay. Oh my God. That's impressive. (laughs) My mom was very impressed too. And I was like, I was lucky there was no car here because I was going to hit that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I'm very impressed by that. Thank you. Yeah. You're very calm under pressure. Yes. Certain pressures. Certain like improv pressure. Yeah. Just like jazz, like jazz pressure. Yeah. When you need to make jazz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Re- and you got to get ready to make jazz. There's another time when I was teenager uh-huh. and I was camping with my family and like my stepdad's kids, uh, well, her kids his kid and her children and i 
thought that a wolf had wandered into the camp. Oh, that's scary. I had just stepped out of the tent. And then so they were all coming out and I was like, stay in the tent, get get back in the tent. And I was just walking slowly to the car. I was like, please stay in the tent. There's a wolf out here. And I slowly got in the car. Turned out it was some random person's dog. <laughs> so we were all fine. But, but I was you just were like, like in charge. Yeah. You just like flipped on. That's impressive. There's okay. Brene Brown talks about, uh, I can't remember the actual word for it, but she talks about how in moments of crisis or high stress situations, some people are underperformers and some people are overperformers. Mm. Um, neither one of them is necessarily healthy, let's say, but, <laughs> but it sounds like you're an overperformer. Like you just, you become in charge. You're going to take care of things. You're going to and then when the moment of stress is over, you're like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But then what? But when we had the vibey bug. <laughs> yeah, but bugs are different. That's not a high stress situation. <laughs> fully required a cistern brie. <laughs> and I was cowering in the corner. <laughs> Felt very high stress to me. I was stressed out. <laughs> very different situation. <laughs> It was like if somebody is like, I need to go to the hospital. You're like, great, I'm driving you. We're going to go to this hospital. Suddenly, you know where all the hospitals are and <laughs> you just go like you're that's that's you. You're over over performing. Yeah. 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 Nice. This is interesting. So have an emergency about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have an emergency about it. Nice. And they'll know who to call. <laughs> A my, local one. My overperforming <laughs> local pal. <laughs> How do you do in a crisis? I don't know. I want to say that I'm probably an overperformer. It feels right for you. It's been a minute since I was in like an actual crisis or somebody was having a crisis in front of me that I needed to take care of or I needed to flee from. I don't tend... I th I think though, I'm in general, I will snap to being in charge and giving people direction and I think now is this different than fight or flight yeah it's different okay yeah because there was that time where I got attacked by a dog and I just went silent and I just kept managing the situation but I didn't leave and I didn't fight the dog I just kind of froze yeah well there's I mean an extension uh, it's like fight flight no, they both sound wrong. Fight, flight, freeze, or friend. Oh, I've heard it as fawn, but fawn. yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. What is friend? It depends on the situation, because I, I don't know that you could befriend a dog that's attacking you. <laughs> Please be my friend and don't hurt me anymore. <laughs> but to try and like be overly friendly and nice so that like this if it's a, with involving a person that the person doesn't want to harm you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that I've learned that as fawning, but that's oh, yeah, that's yeah. the same definition. I th I think um in different situations I tend to freeze or fawn. I don't really flight and I don't really fight. No, I I I'm kind of the in the same boat. In situations involving people, I tend to friend or fawn. Mm -hmm. Other situations, I'll just kind of freeze. I'll just be like, I, or at least in, long enough to figure out what's happening. Yeah, but I've I've never been a flight person. I just wish I could just take off running, get out of there. <laughs> I know it'd be so much <laughs> maybe easier. I don't know. You wouldn't have to deal with a lot of the complex feelings that come with staying. No. LOL. Um. <laughs> but now that we're talking about something so fun, <laughs> let's get into our 
36 questions. 36 questions that lead to love. 36 questions that lead to love. Our favorite things. Find out if we want to bang. Bang. 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah. I just remembered you wanted me to do like some sort of percussion. And I couldn't think of what to do. I also did it in a different key. <laughs> I really set you up for success on that one, didn't I? I think that's one of our best ones. <laughs> we randomly just, uh, bang! Bang! <laughs> I love the echo on bang. I want, I want it every time. It was just, I was juggling a lot of balls. I'll get it next time. Yeah, we'll always get it next time. Always. All right, we are on question 10. 10 questions down. Well, soon to be down questions. Questions. <laughs> this is kind of an intense one. Great. Maybe it's not an intense one for everyone. It is for me. Mm. I don't know if it is for you. Well, real quick. Yeah. Before we do that. Yeah. Are you in love with me? No. Hmm. Are you in love with me? Nah. Okay. But like. Open to the idea. Yeah, open. Let's see if number 10 is the one that does Maybe it. Maybe number 10's it. <laughs> Let's see. All right. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Ah. <laughs> well. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> well, it's just... Because uh. there are lots of different things that I feel like I could list, but that also feel really futile. I mean, it's all futile. It's a thought experiment. I guess. Yeah, it is. It's fully a thought experiment. But like, you know, having a dad is like, what am... How's, how's that supposed to... <laughs> change like how you're just gonna change me not having a dad you know what i mean right but i mean you you literally can't change anything about the way you were raised true because you've been raised but then if i did have my actual dad mm -hmm. i feel like my childhood would have been worse yeah so having a different father <laughs> that can i change that? but then i won't be me i know but when i think about this question like if i change anything about the way I was raised, then I wouldn't be who I am. And I genuinely love who I am today. Mm. I genuinely think I'm a good person. I try hard. I, I like myself. I think I'm a good person. Mm. But that doesn't change the fact that some of the things that happened to me as a child were like not okay. Yeah. And that I could have been, it could have been a relatively similar version of myself without maybe all the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. That's a fair way to think about it. It's a hefty question to spring on you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't given this much thought. I mean, obviously, like, there are, like, little things. I'm like, what if I grew up in this place instead of this place? And how would that change? Yeah. Um, Go on one of those Disney auditions. <sighs> Become one thing. the next Hannah Montana. The next Hannah Montana. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. I feel like I would like to have, I don't even, I don't know when it started, but my relationship with food got really skewed somewhere early days. And then my body image issues kind of followed suit and they were not squashed by my parents and by my family. Mm -hmm. I remember being in like high school and then asking to go to Weight Watchers, even though I weighed maybe like 120, one, maybe 135. And then being taken there because I asked to. Oh. Which is like, I guess, you know, they were trying to do what I wanted. But that just kind of perpetuated that like I needed to be there. Because like, why would they take me? And they got me a gym membership. And like. That's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think that there was any intent to you know, skew my, my body image issue or uh, view, but I like already looked different than like the women in my family and from my peers, I had hips Mm -hmm. in middle school. They called me JLo booty, which is not, Mm. not great. Not great. No. So I, I feel like I would like to, I don't know. I don't know where it started. So I don't actually have like a way to pinpoint it, but at some okay. point I started just like using food as like a reward, as a punishment. I would overeat. I would stop eating. I would try. I would like look up how to get that like miracle pill. Uh, the Kardashians were pushing. Oh, yeah. And like try to order that without my parents knowing. Those kind of things that like I don't know where they started, but I know they started when I was young. Yeah. So wherever that is, I'd like that to go away. Yeah. That seems like that would have been really nice if that left a little earlier. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It probably was around uh, maybe when I was like five or something and I was in ballet classes and I had a different body than the other ballerinas and the teacher relentlessly told me to tuck in my butt, pull in my stomach, like asking me why I, like I always had to push them out. And I was like, I'm not pushing them out. This is what. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that teacher sucks. She did suck. That's why I stopped doing ballet. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that they said that to a five-year-old. What the fuck is that? I don't know. So that, <laughs> that's what I changed. Yeet, yeet, skirt, yeet. Skirt, yeet. Yeah, no, I get that. I I hear you on that. Oh, man. Um, What I would change from my childhood... No, what did it say? About the way I was raised. About the way I was oh. raised. Oh. Well, well, okay. It still, still stands. Yeah. It still stands. This is a really hard question for me to answer because it's all tender and gooey and gets right up in there where I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I wish that... As a kid, I was in a lot of unsafe situations and there was only maybe one um, adult in my life that I could trust and that didn't make me feel unsafe. And and it was like that adult versus the world trying to get me safe, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I wish me at 31, <laughs> knowing what like, a seven or eight year old is like how precious and small and um, 
so much of a sponge they are um, and how they literally can't do anything wrong. Like, I wish that I could go and talk to the adults that were unsafe in my life back then when they were doing those things. I wish that me now could talk to them and be like, look at this fucking child, see the damage you're doing and don't fucking do that. Yeah. Like, I just want to be able to speak up for her because she can't, she couldn't. And I, I want the people in my life when I was a child to just have seen it from, from this perspective to just seeing what was going on. Cause I think when they were doing the things, they didn't even see me. Yeah. They didn't see how it was affecting me. Um, and I just, I just want them to see it because I think if they see it, they wouldn't do it, but maybe that's putting too much, giving them too much credit. I don't know. Still actively working out all this, yeah. all the feelings it's about this stuff. Very complicated, but I think that's a, you know, a good wish. Yeah. It's also like, maybe that wouldn't change how I was being raised. Mm. If I told, if I got them to see it, maybe it actually wouldn't change anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing the thing where I'm trying to fix it, even though it's out of my control, even with this answer, I'm trying to <laughs> fix it, but I, I can't, it is what it is. And, um, I just have to move forward and, and try to not perpetuate that in the generations to come. I don't know. I mean, I, it, uh, I understood most of the questions that were asked, like that we've done so far, but this one just seems needlessly <laughs> uh, intense. <laughs> it's like reveal your personal drama. Yeah, right? Like, what are they thinking? Like, Oh, I wish that, uh, I, I was raised to speak a different language. I mean, I guess I probably could have said that. <laughs> I guess raised bilingual would have been great. Yeah, it would have been really cool. But otherwise, if you've not had a wonderful, happy childhood, yeah. it's it's kind of going to kind of take a turn. It's going to be rough. What is it like to have an, a happy childhood? Like a non-traumatic childhood. Yeah. Maybe just like sort of um, different traumas, like things which a lot of children have to go through versus like the things that not every child has to go through. What is it like to have those traumas? <laughs> if you have had a trauma-free childhood, <laughs> please email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com and tell us, like, what is it like? What's your life? Are you, like, peaceful? <laughs> Are you content with your life? <laughs> is it possible to be content with you your like, life? How are, do you have healthy relationships? What's what are your what's your relationship history? What patterns do you exhibit? Anything? Do you not hate yourself like <laughs> ever? <laughs> I'm not saying I do it all the time, but it's there sometimes. Like an unhealthy amount, yeah. maybe <laughs> more than I should. I'm guessing, <laughs> and my therapist is telling me. <laughs> Shout out Ellie. <laughs> Ellie, I miss you, girl. We missed last miss week's appointment. <laughs> Shelly, get your ass in therapy. <laughs> she forgot to schedule it. Oh it my wasn't my fault. I didn't tell her. But <laughs> you need to reschedule. It's tomorrow. It's fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Here's the thing, uh, listeners. 
Bonnie and I can talk genuinely about our emotions for maybe 10 minutes, and then we're going to start making jokes about our trauma. <laughs> it's more fun that way, it you guys. It is fun. It's fun to talk about how much you hate yourself when you do a funny little voice. <laughs> <laughs> LOL smiley face. LOL smiley face. It's so embarrassing for me. <laughs> oh my God, ew. <laughs> okay, well, now that we've done <laughs> We can't go on to another question because the other question is too long. So, <laughs> so we're this is goodbye. We can't end like this. How can we end to make it different than what's happening? Real quick, mind melt. Go. Okay, three, two, one. Trauma. <laughs> Okay, trauma and eggs, trauma and eggs, let's do it. <laughs> Three, two, one, scrambled. <laughs> no. Guys. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> nothing to say about waffles waffles are better than pancakes they are amen like okay if i'm being real for a second why do people eat pancakes when they could eat waffles because this is when you're being real <laughs> the trauma <laughs> discussion wasn't no, real that wasn't real this, this is, is real. real this is something that i'm passionate about yeah um <laughs> it's really important to my life because you get all of the the fluffy breadiness of a pancake without the sog the sog bro it gets yeah. so it soggy it's real soggy when the syrup's on there like when you're about halfway through that first pancake that second pancake that you've already syruped up mm -hmm. is like inedible well, that's why i have to eat pancakes like if they're stacked on each other i have to just cut right through and put the whole row of them in my mouth yeah. at a time wow yeah it's like a cute little birthday cake yeah exactly and just if you just shove the whole cake into your mouth yeah like a whole slice of cake i have to admit that i was a little bit late to waffle town mm. because i grew up eating pancakes mm. but then when i started having waffles i was like ah this is the proper syrup dispenser. So that was your childhood trauma. That was my childhood trauma. <laughs> Eating, pancakes. Eating pancakes consistently. <laughs> you Are kidding you kidding me, me mom? <laughs> mm, no, it, I mean, the waffles, just they've got little syrup compartments. They've got a good crunch and a good fluff. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, who? 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 Okay, but French toast? I feel like French toast isn't in this fight. Mm. it's still like its own thing you know it's like because it's got well i guess it could be in the fight but it's like you you're making like something cousin. into it versus like creating from scratch i see i see but it's often in the conversation because it is a butter and syrup adventure breakfast adventure yeah 
So, <laughs> so <laughs> Bree's laugh just made me laugh. <laughs> so for me, I haven't had French toast enough times to like feel a, a, a like really nostalgic about it necessarily. Mm-hmm. So purely from taste, for me, if I'm if I'm talking about all three, it's got to be waffles up top, then French toast, then pancakes for me. I think, yeah, if I'm throwing them in the mix, they're in that order. I just think I take them out because they feel like a standalone sweet thing. Yeah. And while I fully acknowledge that pancakes and waffles are hella sweet. Yeah. (laughs) They are also, they feel neutral. They feel like they are whatever you want them to be until you add the things. And I feel like French toast is always like a sweet yeah, thing. I've never had a savory waffle. It's not a but. French toast without the stuff that you put in it to make it French toast. Yeah, otherwise you're just kind of eating a bread, <laughs> a piece of bread. Yeah, yeah, which is the... just toast. You got to French it. Yeah, French your toast. <laughs> Remember when I was French toasting everything? Yeah, that was a nice little like uh, soup era. Yeah, of you. <laughs> and we're back to soup. We're back to soup. We're back to soup. <laughs> We got to get out of here. Yeah. You need to eat a real meal. (laughs) I need some solids in my body. (laughs) I love you. I love you. I'm not in love with you. No. (laughs) But I do love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.